This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, new legislation looks to update one of the most important federal leadership positions. Two other bills look to increase pay of Border Patrol and Customs and Border Protection agents. Meanwhile, Maryland legislators are asking for an investigation into potential discrimination within its National Guard. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agency chief financial officers work differently than they did 30 years ago when Congress passed the CFO Act. The CFO Vision Act, introduced by House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney, addresses that by standardizing the roles of CFOs across government and giving deputy CFOs additional authorities when there are CFO vacancies. The bill would also require the Office of Management and Budget to develop performance-based metrics to agency progress in making cost-effective and efficient operations. Two senators are teaming up to get Customs and Border Protection officers better retirement benefits. A bipartisan bill from Democratic Senator Gary Peters and Republican Senator Josh Hawley would correct a decade-old system error from CBP. After recognizing the glitch, the agency rescinded certain benefits for more than 1,300 officers, now requiring them to meet additional qualifications before they would be eligible for a proportional annuity. Peters and Hawley say the CBP Retirement Corrections Act would identify affected individuals, notify those officers, and provide them with the promised coverage. Another bipartisan bill in the Senate would increase overtime pay for Border Patrol agents, equaling the current compensation for other federal officers. The bipartisan group of legislators who introduced the bill say providing equal pay to Border Patrol agents would strengthen recruitment and retention for the service. National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd says current staffing numbers for the agency are critically low. The Border Patrol Pay Security Act would amend the Fair Labor Standards Act to allow for the higher pay. The Veterans Affairs Department seeks higher pay caps for more health care workers to address high turnover rates there. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Congress recently passed the RAISE Act to set higher pay caps for VA's registered nurses and physician assistants. But VA officials are asking lawmakers for higher pay caps for other health care professionals, as well as streamlined hiring authority to deal with a 15-year high in nurse turnover. Jessica Bongiorni, the Veterans Health Administration's Chief of Human Capital Management, says the agency also needs to address issues like burnout and morale. While we appreciate what we have been given with the RAISE Act, we know that VA still can't be the pay leader, so we have to be the employer of choice. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. More details emerge about the contract vehicle many small businesses are waiting for. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The General Services Administration updates its plan for Polaris, the $10 billion small business government-wide acquisition contract. In new questions and answers posted Friday, GSA detailed several changes from the draft solicitation based on industry feedback. One big change is the self-scoring evaluation matrix. It also changed the requirement for joint ventures as well as the requirement to have a supply chain risk management plan in place before bidding. GSA says it plans to release the first two solicitations for Polaris soon, but it didn't offer any specific timeline. 
Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Department is making a minor but important change in its acquisition regulations. DOD issued a proposed rule to change all references to commercial items to commercial products or commercial services. It is also changing all references to non-commercial items to other than commercial product and or commercial service. Congress required DOD to make this change in its own acquisition regulations in the 2019 Defense Authorization Bill. The proposed rule is expected to resolve the issue the Section 809 panel cited, which is that the acquisition workforce has faced issues with inconsistent interpretations of policy and confusion over how to identify eligible commercial products and commercial services. The Pentagon looks to move its marquee artificial intelligence pathfinder to a new home. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Defense Department is looking to move Project MAVEN to the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. That's according to Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, Ronald Moultrie. He told the House Armed Services Committee last week that moving the program to NGA would expand its reach and capacity across defense intelligence. Project Maven is currently run out of Moultrie's office. It uses computer vision algorithms to tag objects identified in images and video taken by surveillance aircraft and military satellites. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. Lawmakers want the National Guard Inspector General to investigate bias in the Maryland National Guard. Data from the military component from the past four years found that black officer candidates were almost twice as likely to be dismissed compared to white candidates. Female candidates were also more likely to be dismissed. Seven Maryland representatives signed the letter to the Inspector General. Health officials in Hawaii say water supplies in most areas of the Navy's Pearl Harbor water system are back to safe levels after a major fuel leak into the water supply last year. Tests show all of the military housing areas now have safe drinking water. Samples from a few non-residential areas are still being analyzed. The announcement comes after a massive effort to flush spilled fuel from the waterworks. And officials say the well that was contaminated by the Red Hill fuel leak has been disconnected from the water system. The Space Force is taking a new approach to military fitness. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. Physical fitness tests are a classic staple in the military. However, the Space Force says next year it will do away with the exams. Instead, the service will rely on constant biometric monitoring of Guardians to ensure they stay ready. The Space Force says it will use a holistic and data-driven approach so its service members are physically and mentally fit. Unlike the other services, the Space Force is focused more on digital applications, and troops most likely will not be in physical combat situations. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. The U.S. military confirms four Marines died during an aviation accident in Norway on Friday evening. The service members were part of an annual NATO exercise called Cold Response, not related to the war in Ukraine. The Marines were aboard an MV-22B Osprey that crashed into the northern reaches of the country. Local officials say rescue and recovery efforts were hampered by extremely tough weather conditions. And the Department of Homeland Security is recognizing its standout FOIA professionals. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced the DHS Privacy Office Sunshine Awards last week. FEMA's Greg Bridges was named FOIA Officer of the Year. The Deputy Chief FOIA Officer Support Award went to the members of the Coast Guard Cyber Unit. DHS was able to reduce its FOIA backlog by 30% in fiscal 2021. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast. I'm Eric White.
Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, commuter connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.